hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show we're going to speak about stress and I'm going to give you the t- my top tips for dealing with stress and stress is something that has come up um, time and time again over the last number of months because I feel a lot of people are in a position where stress is high um, and now this could be down to just num- a number of things we'll say have been stuck at home um, lack of motivation lack of drive lack of an intrinsic drive um, lack of just goals just just a whole um, with, with days upon days feeling like it's just like Groundhog Day the same thing every single day and then obviously people and the family are together it could, might be a bit just a bit aggravating over time as in just people get a little bit uh, intense in terms of their 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 mood and there and can be mood swings and stuff like that so you're, you're gonna you're gonna be getting all these factors coming through um especially now when we when we, we're in a very very difficult situation and people i think there's been uh, have seen a rise in stress over the last number of um months and and, and i suppose the, the key thing here is just how to deal with stress and how to to know okay what can you do to to really help with stress um, so there's a few things. I mean, at the moment, an awful lot of people are stressed out. Uh, they're possibly working long hours. Um, even when they're working at home, they're probably working a lot longer than maybe they normally would if they went to their job or else they're still at their job and they're stressed a little bit about COVID. They're not getting enough sleep. They're probably eating poorly. And just the environment around them is just is just a stressor continuously and that's that's something that um people can really struggle with and what's going to drive stress as well if, if somebody's not happy with their body it's going to drive your stress again and then there's the stress of modern life which is your bills and all that kind of stuff and your psychological um stress and 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 and, and, and it's just this 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 stress over time um and this exposure to stress over time is going to be a huge problem for people and it's really going to impede on their results or or, or what they're trying to do and achieve um we can look at stress in a couple of ways and let's just um define stress and stress is uh, created obviously by uh, it can be outside stressors it can be uh, just a, a, a poor diet um lack of sleep um it can be psychological where you're overthinking stuff and you're feeling anxious so stress as such stress is basically um our autonomic nervous system and our way our brain reacts so we've got our parasympathetic side which is our rest and digest where we want to spend most of our time and then we've got our sympathetic um uh, tone which is our stress fight or flight so we've got two so we need to spend a little bit of time in the fight or flight because we need that at certain times like when you're going to the gym and you want to hit a good workout you need to be kind of amped up a little bit and hit a good workout yes there needs to be a certain amount of sympathetic tone there but we need to kick back into that parasympathetic as soon as we can so that's called our autonomic nervous system so a lot of people are spending an awful lot of time in the sympathetic tone and less time in the parasympathetic tone where we want to spend most of our time so what can we do when it comes to relieving stress a little bit or helping to to contain it and to downregulate it a little bit and just de-stress? So the first thing you look at as well is you look at your training. Okay, what is your training at the moment? 
if you are doing excessive training at home because maybe you're trying to lose a bit of weight or you have your own gym at home and you're just absolutely blasting the body every single day um, and maybe you're after coming home from a long day's work or you're sitting in, in, uh, in front of a computer for eight, nine hours a day and then you're you're trying to take yourself into your, your little gym and do your little workout and you're absolutely smashing yourself there again and you're not getting adequate sleep and recovery. So what can we do with training is what the, the best thing to do with training is to taper off a little bit. So taper off basically means lowering volume. So if you've been doing some heavy sets of, of, of lower body exercises and upper body exercises, you're just going to taper that back a little bit. So what, what I mean by tapering back is if you've been doing some heavy sets of five, six, eight reps, you're, or you've been doing sets of 15 to 20 reps, you're just going to taper that down. Now, tapering it down could be simply if you were normally doing three to four sets or maybe you were doing a top set and a back off set and about two primer sets. So say give or take four sets, you might drop that back to two sets. So you might just do two sets of that exercise you might cut back the load a little bit so you're going to be kind of hitting about 70 percent load um if it's if it's a, a cardiovascular style training you're doing if you're doing a, a distance it a week and running and you're doing a big big distancing in a week say you're running uh 10 to 12 kilometers a day or five kilometers a day and you're just feeling you need to taper that back a little bit then you're just going to pull back the volume so the distance you pull back so it's just a matter of tapering down your training pulling the volume back taking a little bit of stress off the body um and your body is going to you're going to you're going to create a window for recovery there so that's only one variable so once we start to look at our training and this is really important guys when we're back in the gyms and we're back training full on and you've got your strength program or your, your conditioning program whatever you have or whatever your, your training sessions are there is going to always be a deload phase in there and this is the reason there's a deload phase in, in there because the body um, is, is is not gaining further adaption in the training you're just hitting a wall so the body needs time to basically compensate and we need an, 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 an after our accumulation phase of training we need to taper a little bit um so just it's 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 a case of pulling back allowing the body a little bit of a rest and then you've got kind of a fresh go again at, at your training block again and you do exactly the same at home so pull back your volume a bit pull back your sets a little bit if it's more conditioning work you're doing pull back again volume so look at the distances you're running or, or you're doing your, your 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 whatever type of conditioning work you're doing just pull that back a little bit so Simple thing there, guys, with training can really help to de-stress the body, can really help um, in terms of your overall progress in your training because taking a step back in your training and dropping down the volume a little bit for a week, and you could even do this for two weeks depending on, on how you feel, um, you're going to see a massive difference when you come back into your your sessions again and you start to ramp the volume up. You're going to see that the strength will start to go up, your performance goes up, so your body is is rewarding you for that little bit of a rest you give it. So that's one thing we can do. The next thing I would say, and tip number two, would be to start to do a lot more parasympathetic activities, stuff that's re that doesn't require you to be in a sympathetic tone, like weight training and conditioning and Tabata and HIIT training. So that would be like something like yoga, that would be fantastic for that something that was is really going to uh, promote a breathing practice is going to promote um a flexibility is going to promote a very kind of parasympathetic state so really really good um something you could everybody i, I would recommend to, to to pick up and start to do is yoga so yoga is brilliant it's uh, very very relaxing for the body it's very very good for the body to keep you nice and supple as you're training 
And it's something that I would highly recommend. Something like controlled breathing can be fantastic to bring you into that parasympathetic tone. And I've said this to many clients as well, focusing on nasal breathing, because nasal breathing is our pathway to the sympathetic tone, parasympathetic tone, I should say. So uh, a nasal breathing, you'll find when you when you do your kind of box breathing, your three to four second deep nasal breathing in deep inhalation, holding for three to four seconds and a four, three to four seconds exhalation all through the nasal will really help to bring down that that uh, that 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 heart rate and really pushing you in uh, as you get better at it it'll push you more and more into the parasympathetic tone so practicing controlled breathing like that can be really really good meditation is another one um i, I think i've mentioned this before sam harold has a, an app called waking up which is a fantastic meditation app i would highly recommend it um it's 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 it's, it's absolutely super in terms of getting you into meditation getting you into the world of meditation and learning the practice of meditation again meditation is very focused on breathing and and and, and really centering yourself and really focusing on your present and being present within yourself and can have very powerful effects in de-stressing the body and pushing you into that parasympathetic tone as well so hugely important is meditation and the last one i I probably probably promote there would be reading something that's going to interact with the brain a little bit and i'm not talking about tvs or anything nothing like that because that that blue light exposure from tvs can really kind of push us a little bit into the sympathetic tone so we want to stay in parasympathetic so reading is fantastic something that's going to be uh going to have a great connection with your brain it's going to keep you present going to keep you intrigued in what you're reading and can be very relaxing and all of these practices and 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 methods will help you to control cortisol um it's like a self-care for yourself you just have to look after yourself there um and 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 this is really important guys it's we're all the time trying to encourage that parasympathetic because a lot of activities we do are sympathetic based training running um just anything we're doing work-wise running racing every single day this must be done that must be done i must do this i must do that i must do this this, and it's all stress all the time it's all high intensity so we want to take hold of what we're doing each day and say to ourselves okay what parasympathetic activities do i actually do in a day do i do any of these and maybe you could incorporate one of them and it can be really really important the next thing i would say is about your nutrition and your nutrition is going to play a big part um in your in your in your in your in your stress because if you are a person that eats highly processed foods high calorie dense foods high gi foods and foods that the body is going to struggle to break down foods that are going to drive blood sugars all the time you're going to find that's going to lead to 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 not a very good digest digestive system you're going to maybe have inflammation in the gut and your 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 body is not going to uh, basically break down these these foods really well it's not they're, they're not nutrient dense foods so remember if it's like if a car if you put in uh, um, dirty fuel your car is not going to run very very well so if you put in good clean fuel your car is going to run really well so you have to think of it that way we're fueling our body so what are we fueling our body with so what i would encourage you here is we want to be kind of eating nutritious whole foods we want to keep our body well hydrated and we want to make sure or um, ensure our digestion is optimal and we're getting enough fiber and macronutrients and micronutrients into our diet so getting a nice balanced 
well-balanced diet that we know we're getting our micronutrients from our greens and our veggies and our and our um, fruits and we're getting our fiber again from vegetables fruits we're getting good fibrous veg and fruit into us so that's going to aid in digestion as well and then we're getting in a nice blend of our macronutrients our proteins lean proteins wholesome carbohydrates low gi and some um good quality mono and polyunsaturated and saturated fats so a nice balance across there so it's just balancing out your diet again keeping the body very well hydrated because remember our body is made up of up to 70 percent water so we need to keep our body hydrated that's going to aid in digestion again it's going to help promote pulling uh, your carbohydrates into cell it's going to keep it's going to aid performance when you train so that's going to have a massive massive effect on your the way your stress in, within your body is because if you're dehydrated performance is downregulated. You might might have an upregulation of your of uh, grail and your hunger hormone, which is going to promote you to try to snack and eat, and and you're going to have these waves and cravings and and, and stuff as you go through your day, which could put you in a more stressed state because you're probably worried about your weight or your body composition, and then you're stressing about eating a certain food or you eat a food and you fall off track and you're stressing about that. So, a well balanced diet, adequate hydration, optimal digestion getting fiber into your body, macronutrient and micronutrient balance. Um, and then that makes a huge, huge um, difference to your stress and especially within your, your gut. So that's really important, guys. And probably tip number four, I would say would probably the most important, I would say when it comes to stress is sleep and um, the quality of your sleep and looking at your sleep. Okay, are you a person that can go to bed and get eight hours uninterrupted un- sleep? Um, that's going to regenerate the body and you're getting out of bed and you're feeling great? Or are you a person that's getting eight hours of sleep that you're tossing and turning and getting up to go to the toilet? That isn't um, a, a rejuvenating sleep cycle. So we have to we have to address these. What's the quality of your sleep when you actually sleep? Not just the quantity of your sleep, not just the amount of hours you get. But if you're getting 10 hours of sleep, but you're, getting, you're tossing, turning in and it's interrupted sleep all the time getting up to go to the toilet that's not quality sleep so we need to look at both the quantity and the quality of your sleep so uh, there was one study i read where it compared somebody that had five and a half hours sleep versus the person who had eight hours sleep and the people that had less sleep um lost a lot of lean body mass and that's not what we want we want to lose fat mass. The people who had very, very good quality sleep, the majority of their um, f- fat loss, or, uh, 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 the majority of their loss in weight came from fat tissue. Now, that's a big difference. If you have somebody that's that's sleeping well and trying to improve their body composition, you potentially, and if you're trying to lose weight, guys, you want to lose fat mass. You want to maintain and or increase lean body mass. So you think you can see there somebody that's sleep deprived is losing a, a little bit more lean tissue, which is not good, um, and not as much fat tissue, a fat mass. So the person that's getting adequate sleep there um, is, is actually losing more fat mass, which is really important when it comes to changing your overall body composition. So you can see how um, sleep is so important when it comes to your body composition and especially if you've got a, a weight loss goal. And also we know from studies that when we have a lack of sleep or broken sleep or not adequate sleep, we're going to have an increase in our, our hunger hormone called ghrelin. Um, 
And that's going to have a massive effect on you because you're going to wake up, you're going to be hungry, you're going to crave certain foods, you're going to want to eat high calorie, sugary, dense foods, and it's going to push you that way all the time because that's what the hormone is doing. It's upregulated. It's telling you, I want more food, I want more food because of the lack of sleep. You're also going to see a decrease in energy expenditure, so you're not going to move as much. So subconsciously, you might not even see this, but you're not going to move as much because your body is not adequately recovering each and every night and this will affect your and and remember deprived sleep will affect your recovery so your body will naturally say okay i'm not recovering properly so i'm going to pull back on my energy expenditure so you might move as much that's simple things like and you see this in prep an awful lot guys and i I would have experienced this is where you're you're starting to get into deeper into prep and maybe you're doing a couple of low days in calories um and you find that you're your body will naturally decrease in energy expenditures. Like if the remote is over there, you'll kind of choose not to go and get it because it's over there. And it's subconscious. It's it's really fascinating when you see the way the body preserves itself. So we need to ensure that we get quality sleep every single night. So it's really, really important. And when it comes to managing stress, um, and talking about cortisol, the stress hormone, cortisol is doing the majority of the heavy lifting when we talk about the impacts of chronic stress. This is so important. If we spend too much time in a sympathetic t- state, um, so everything we care about in the body, one way or another, um, is controlled by cortisol. So we have to be on top of our de-stressing techniques. It's vital that you do that. So you have to think about it because cortisol plays a huge huge role in the body so if we if we want to recap on that guys what we're kind of looking at is the first thing you might look at is you might say okay i might modify my training a little bit might take a little bit of a deload for my training taper off or lower volume a little bit you'll start to bring in more parasympathetic activities in your day something like yoga some meditation some reading some reading practice fantastic to put you pull you into this parasympathetic tone then start to look at your nutrition you start to improve your fiber intake your digestion making sure that's optimal and making sure there's adequate fiber coming in adequate micronutrients and macronutrients and then also looking at hydration levels within the body and starting to look at your food groups you're bringing in whole foods would be the most important eating nutritious foods that are, 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 are very nutritious in their profile in terms of macronutrient breakdown and my micronutrient breakdown so really really important there we start to look at our our, our nutrition and then the huge one at the end guys is sleep making sure we're getting quality sleep forget about the quantity even if you're getting six hours five hours but it's quality it's unbroken you go to bed you're sleeping really well um you need to look at the actual quality um yes we promote getting six eight nine hours of sleep but for some people that's not possible they can only fit in five six hours of sleep that's fine once the quality's there now another thing on sleep as well guys and I, i've used this my, myself and i currently use it all with the last kind of nearly two years is the aura ring um i find that a great tracking tool uh for sleep because it, it, it tracks your autonomic nervous system so it's tracking your hrv it's tracking your 
Um, and remember, your HRV is basically uh, heart rate variability, which is, is is basically tracking your autonomic nervous system. It's showing you your recovery score. It's showing your readiness score in the morning. Where is your body? Is it fully recovered? No, it will also track sleep beside that. So it will tell you if you're under recovered, it will obviously um, have a correlation with your sleep. And then you can break down your sleep. And it's very, very important important you look at your sleep and you say okay if you want to dig a bit deeper into sleep we are looking at the likes of your total sleep how many hours in bed were you and then you're looking at the efficiency of that sleep was it an efficient amount of sleep um so do you have a percentage then you you can see how, were you restful in your sleep restless restless were you were you were you tossing and turning in your sleep what was your rim sleep your rapid eye sleep movement sleep how many how many hours did you spend in that what percentage how many what percentage did you spend in deep sleep um and then you can see your sleep stages, which is really, really good. I find with that aura ring because it shows you the stages of sleep. It shows you where potentially you were waking up. And then maybe you could possibly look at that and see maybe I was waking up at two o'clock in the morning to go to the loo. OK, let's start to look at your hydration levels. When did you have your last kind of bigger volume of water coming into the body and um, maybe you might push that back a little bit to five o'clock in the evening so you're not drinking major amounts of fluids after six o'clock which might impede on your sleep so that's the beauty about tracking your sleep and especially with the aura ring where it tracks your 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 readiness score at the same time and looks at your resting heart rate looks at your your respiratory rate and looks at your body temperature at night as well. So there's a huge amount of things there that you can track and really look at it. Um, it's so, so important to have something, guys, to kind of track your sleep. And it kind of gives you a picture of where you can start to improve it. Um, simple things like your height, your 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 water intake in the evening, pulling that back maybe a little bit earlier in the evening, not drinking excessive water after six o'clock, winding down before you go to bed can really help. We've spoke about this many times, dark room, blue light exposure, pulling yourself back from that can be hugely beneficial. So just having that evening routine where you can maybe start to do some parasympathetic activities an hour before bed would be very, very beneficial. So we could do two simple things there straight away, maybe to help you improve your sleep let's let's not take in as much fluids after six o'clock so we're making sure we're we're not going to the toilet in the middle of the night and then maybe encouraging you to do some parasympathetic activities one hour before bed getting away from all this blue light exposure from tvs and computers and phones and putting yourself into a more parasympathetic tone by doing an activity like yoga breathing meditation or reading can really help so again guys these are all tips that you can look at when you're trying to figure out okay how can i de-stress how can i help myself because we know that stress is going to have a massive massive detrimental effect to our body and it's not going to help us to improve our body composition it's not going to help us improve our weight loss it's not going to help us improve anything our functions during the day our cognitive function or uh, it's not going to improve our performance and training so we know that stress is going to have a detrimental effect so these are kind of my top tips guys on how you can um, start to counteract stress in the body and start to look at it and look at it and say to yourself okay what you can do for yourself straight away to start to attack stress and try to work on and de-stressing de-stressing protocols which can really help you so hope guys that hope that was um beneficial and i hope you can take something from that and you can kind of look at yourself and say okay i can relate that to myself my current situation and i can take actionable points straight away and say right i can do that straight away and really help myself and start on the journey of just bringing that stress response down the body a little bit and putting yourself more in, in a parasympathetic tone more than a sympathetic tone 
on. Again, guys, any questions you have on this, anything you would like me to talk to you about yourself or maybe your own situations or anything you would like me to give you advice on, please reach out, drop a message on the social media platforms. You'll find myself, Coach dot bobby inright at um on instagram and you'll get uh the the, the peak performance at peak performance dot academy uh, also on instagram and facebook and um, just reach out guys drop a message and i'll be more than happy to help you and give some advice on this um because i think that everybody is really struggling at the moment with stress and it can be uh, something that can really hold you back um again thanks a million for listening to another episode of reach your peak podcast i again guys share on the social media platforms i really appreciate that if you listen to the podcast just pop up and share it on your social media just share the word so we get the word out there to help more people to get the voice out there so if this could relate to somebody or somebody can take something from it, that's what it's all about. Just you can say that one point that I made really helped me. And that's the most important thing when it comes to anything we're trying to educate somebody on. It's, it's actionable points where you can see I can I can put that straight into action in my own life and it can really make a difference to me. So again, guys, hope everybody's well and, and is keeping well and is as, is as positive as they possibly can at, the, at these, these times. And again, anything at all, please reach out and we will catch everybody next week on another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys.